Anthony Dan Air Podcast back for another episode. Happy New Year. Oh, happy New Year. We've got a lot to cover on this show, including the cause of death revealed for Betty White, plus her last words. I know who I'm blaming for her death. I will share that with you momentarily. We have a ton of Ghislaine Maxwell, Prince Andrew, and Jeffrey Epstein topics to cover, including how Ghislaine got dumped during prison uh, on a phone call from her husband. Wow. Her perjury trial and sentencing will update you on that. Her brother doesn't believe that she is going to flip. Plus, Prince Andrew's trial will start tomorrow. The agreement between Epstein and Jeffrey has been released for the first time today. And we have some Alan Dershowitz news for you here regarding the BBC. Uh, so lots to get to under that umbrella of disgustingness. Uh, Joey Gatto is leaving the Impractical Jokers. That sucks. Um, Andy Cohen uh, versus Ryan Seacrest. Jeff Bezos on New Year's Eve. I received the sign that I must lose some weight. Patton Oswald is apologizing for his performance with Dave Chappelle. We have a sync thingy update. Uh, we have a new feature that we have added to the show. We'll talk about that at the end. And of course, product testing, Frank. That's a big show. A new feature. This has got to be very new because I don't even know about it. Well, I just did it for you. you, you know. Oh, I thought you meant like a feature, like a segment. No, no not a segment. Not a segment. Got Product it. testing, our Hershey bars, our uh, sugar cookie there. Got it right here, baby. Um, yeah, there you go. Oh, oh I knocked out my thing by accident. Do you see what happened here? Yeah, that that's big accident is what I'm saying. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> what are we up to here? Betty White. You never cause disappoint. Of death, cause of death. I heard, am I wrong, natural causes? So the cause of death is natural causes. The rumor going around the interwebs was that she had gotten the booster shot three days prior to her death. Her representative has come out and said that that is not true. That did not happen. Um, oh boy. Rumor that she that died of natural causes. Now, of course, I know, Frank, I know the real reason why she died. In fact, you if, called we, it. if we go back to our... December 15th broadcast right here on this very podcast. I said that there was some son of a bitch on Twitter who was counting down the days till her hundredth birthday and that he was going to jinx her. He kiboshed and it. That Frank is indeed what happened. Um, I'm going to warn Twitter of this and, and only one time. There's somebody on Twitter now that's counting down the days till Betty White is 100. Right. And it's fucking driving me crazy because she's basically trending every single day now. And I don't like it. And I also feel like we're counting our chickens before they hatch. Is that this phrase? Are we, yeah. But what? We, you think it's like a jinx? I think he's going to fucking jinx Betty White. I think she's going to fucking die the, uh, one day before her 100th birthday because this son of a bitch doesn't have a goddamn life and all he can worry about is counting down Betty White's last few days. Son of a bitch. Yeah, called it. Am I wearing the same shirt in that video? <laughs> <laughs> no, I think it's a different shirt. This is the, this is the silhouette shirt. Oh, there you go. Wearing the silhouette shirt. You got to support for the show. Love it. Yeah. Um, but uh, yeah, you definitely, you called it. This guy, I don't know who he is, but he fucking, he put the kibosh on it. He put the kibosh on it. 
and uh, I, I know who it is. It is Alexis Rodney is the person. Uh, see, you shouldn't have done that. I don't give a shit. Leave this Alexis person. Rodney alone. N I will not. No, no, no. I'm talking about people out there. Nope. Delete I will this not. Guy alone. He he didn't do anything. Look don't, at this. Don't piece harass of him. Shit. Is what I'm saying. By the way, yeah, you want to know what? Uh, look, he erased every. He erased his entire Twitter. Erased it. Yeah, probably because of you. Except for one tweet. It's a pinned tweet. I don't know if, I mean, you got to unpin it maybe. But I think he was getting harassed because you called him out. He deserves to be harassed. He tried to, he tried to get internet famous off of counting down Betty White's birthday. And he jinxed her literally to death. Now, Alex Rodney should be excommunicated from this country. How do you get rid of somebody? Sure. Deported from the church? I'm not sure what it is, Frank, Either but I got to get him out of my sight. Uh, fucking driving me crazy. The, I, I said, if you believe in jinxes, who doesn't believe in a jinx? Jinx, buy me a Coke. We've all done it. We've all been there. Has anyone ever bought you a Coke after that? Yeah, I've been bought Cokes. I don't think not because of a jinx. Soda and the drug. So both. How how big is a Coke of drugs? It's about this about yeah, big. Seems right. It's that, a good size. That, that checks out. It's a good size code. Math adds up there. Uh, <laughs> no notes. Come on, you're did good. I not call? We talked about this, and you were on my side. If I kept playing the clip, you 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 agreed at the time. No, I I agreed at the time, but then it came true, and I'm like, all right, leave this guy alone. It was all in good fun before, but now he didn't do anything. The guy didn't do anything. I'm alone. See, Twitter just kicked off Marjorie Taylor Green, Marjorie yes. Green Taylor, whatever mm -hmm. her stupid name is. For spreading false information about COVID, right? I don't object to that. You don't object, I, right? To the I thing. do believe, however, that this is actually worse. This is worse than that. For those listening and watching, he's he's joking. Am I though? I did say at the time that the day we lose Betty White would be the worst day. It, it, <laughs> it was at it least. Was. You know what? I think she did it that way, so we we wouldn't discount twenty twenty two as being a terrible year because. If she would have died in 2022 in January, we would have been like, this fucking year's over already. Yeah, and you know what? That's a good point. That is a that is a selfless thing that she did. Because you're you know, right. If she dies January 1st, we're already... We're, we're already, already shitting on this year. This year's already over. Done. That's a, You know what? That's the hottest take you've ever had. That is a great point. I didn't even think of that. She's such. She was always such a selfless person. Down to the such end. such a, a humanitarian. And she was huge with an, like a, an animal activist, big animal rights and, and charities and all this stuff. And she's just a, a good person all around, a solid human being mm. and a legend, basically. And I think also uh, did a lot of work for the human fund. Let's not forget that. You can't discount the human fund. Mm -hmm. Those brave Krakatoan. Yeah. East of Java. Uh, Vicki Lawrence, who uh, was White's co-star on Mama's Family. She was uh talking with carol burnett and carol burnett told vicky lawrence if you're following that this is you know, i'm gonna make some people cry that um carol had spoken to her assistant and she said that when betty white passed the very last word the last word out of her mouth was alan and alan was her last husband i believe let me double check that 
Um, but uh, yeah, that was her last word. It's Alan Luden. I'm pretty sure that was her. She was married three times, Betty White. Uh, and Alan Luden was the last uh, or her last husband. That's, Isn't that sweet? That was very the sweetest, one of the sweetest women out there she was. I mean, yeah. I don't know why I just said that like Yoda, but she was one of the sweetest women. Uh, yeah. Everything she did. We, on uh, when she when she passed away, it was New Year's Eve. She passed away on New Year's mm -hmm. Eve. New My Year's wife day. and I, we turned on, we watched Golden Girls. We've been watching Golden Girls all weekend. Did you watch Golden Girls all day on New Year's Eve? Yeah. Once we heard the news, we put on Golden Girls. We watched it up until the ball dropped, and then we put Golden Girls back on. We just kept going. <laughs> we're into like... We're binging it. We're into like season three or four now. Oh, you're watching it straight through? Straight through. Wow. Netflix? It's such a great show. It is on Hulu. Hulu. Okay. It's such a, it's hilarious. And we, we're cracking up. The four hey. of them are, are wonderful. When you die, my name better be your last word, like Betty White. What if she says Betty White? My wife just said I'm going before her because she's going to kill me. Oh. She just gave me a look like we don't have to worry about that. You're going first. I could have told you that. Um, I'll accept Betty White. If you want to say Betty White instead of Anthony, I'm okay with that. I think that one. should be everyone's last words. Yeah, Betty White. <laughs> right before you go, just say Betty White, and that's it. <laughs> Lights out. Uh, it was sad, too, because she she tweeted three days before she died that she was celebrating. Like People Magazine was making this whole big stink about her. And her 100th birthday, they were planning this whole big thing together. And she was like the cover story. Yep. I, I, I would imagine, I mean, I haven't bought a People magazine maybe ever in my life. But I would imagine if that actual issue is out, that it would be probably worth some cash in like 30 years. to. Maybe. I think they should go ahead with the celebration and make it a tribute to her. Yeah, they really should. That's a good move. You were making really good points. I'm on fire right now. You know now. what? 2022 might be your year, big this man. This is it. Starting it really... off right. <laughs> you keep the date. Up. What is it? The 17th was her? Yeah, I think her so. Her birthday? Yeah, I think so. You make that now a tribute show to her. You get all people who worked with her. You front clips, the whole, the whole deal. Also, MLK Day is the 18th. Maybe we should piggyback the two days. Make it a Betty White one day celebration and then MLK the next day. And that's, that's basically the best of what America has ever produced when you think about right. it. That's it. Doesn't get much better than that. It really doesn't. And Anthony on it. Well, that's a nice distant, distant third. But you're you're biased. You're half of the show. So it's that doesn't really count all that much. Technically a third of the show. Well, do we have a third host? She's on here somewhere. There it is. There she is. Um yeah, devastating for a Betty White loss. Man, I mean, uh, we all know we all have to go at some point, but yeah, I feel like '99 was too young for Betty Betty White. I'm also it is. I'm also a little upset about how people are trying to rope her into their bullshit pandemic conspiracy theories. Like, leave her alone. She, let it know, go. She don't to do with it. Just she, she was '99. Yeah, natural causes. Cause you know, there's no, I, I believe her. Like I, I, I don't believe any of that. I just don't. I believe her assistant. I believe she just went quietly as she said. Yeah. I don't think that there's any reason. Somebody clearly made that up and there's no, there's no reason for that. Yeah. What? Oh, my wife is giving me a look like she's going to murder me. What the hell is going on? Everything. All right. 
Yeah. I don't know. My wife is, she's upset. She's about upset. the news of Betty White. Yeah. No, but Frank brought up a good point that she died on 2021 because if she would have died January 1st, we would have all given up on this year too. But, but will you go away? <laughs> oh. oh, you guys. Anyway, Starting the year off right. Alexis Rodney, it's all his fault. And Leave Alexis Rodney alone. No, nobody go, nobody go for Alexis Rodney. He's probably the nicest guy in the world. He should be kicked off Twitter. You should be kicked off Twitter. He shouldn't be allowed to tweet. It's disgusting behavior. You're a ridiculous person. Speaking of which, um, we go to find out. Remember, we during the Ghislaine trial, we, we have more Ghislaine stuff to talk about right now, today, than we did throughout the whole trial. <laughs> Or at least the last week and a half of the trial. Boy, let's just let's just get it over with. Let's right. go. We were speculating that her, where was her husband throughout this whole entire thing. Turns out a friend uh, just told the mail on Sunday that uh, the Daily Mail in the UK that the marriage was over. It was over as soon as she got arrested and went into solitary confinement at the Metropolitan Detention Center. Apparently, he called her up on the phone um and according to the source there was a dramatic phone call between the two of them uh it was confrontational and uh he told her that it was over so i don't know if they're technically divorced yet yeah it might just be a i mean i don't know i'm sure she has to sign stuff he has to sign stuff who the yeah. hell knows yeah but yeah i think that's it should be a pretty simple divorce though it's like because you always have to state a reason why and I, think I think that's if... good grounds for divorce if you write the second most disgusting and third most, if we're going to throw Hitler into the mix, third most disgusting individual humanity has ever produced. That's you can a say good first alive. Number first current living reigning. Crap. You're right. Reigning champion right now at the moment. Mm -hmm. If we believe that Epstein is actually dead. Right, 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 right. Um, so, yeah. So and this was this, by the way, was after that story that he. Uh, that court, and we have the proof of this. There were court papers that he was putting up twenty-eight and a half million dollars to help her get bail. So how he went from that to mm. it's over? That could have been her money that he was just accessing. I don't know what the deal is, but it's definitely fishy and suspicious. You're right. It could have been the money that she gave him. Like hold on to this because I'm going to need it. Maybe we'll put right. We'll put it under our name, like, kind of like De Niro in Casino. He's like. I'm going to put two mil in a safe deposit box just in case I got a, you know, this, I get kidnapped. Not casino. That's uh that's analyze this. No, that was casino. Oh, casino. He puts money in a safety deposit box and gives oh, the key to Sharon Stone. Remember? I'm thinking at the end of uh, spoiler alert for, uh, Oh my God. You spoiled analyze this. No, I didn't. I really didn't, but, uh, it doesn't give anything away, but now I'll spoil it. But he says, in case anything happens to me or my family, I've put in, I put right. some stuff in a safe deposit box. Easter weekend. Easter weekend. Um, Elm with a fud. By the way, I mean you. I mean he he had to. He knew they they got married in a secret ceremony in twenty eleven or twenty sixteen. Hmm. Um, they got married in a secret ceremony in twenty sixteen. That was seven years after Epstein had been first arrested. So her name was well enough out there. Mm -hmm. That's kind of like, I don't know how you marry a person like that. That's weird. 
And as the more stuff comes out, do you think he feels even more like dirty and, and gross and disgusting? Or do you think he knew all this stuff and just didn't care? I don't, it seems very strange to me. I mean, unless the stuff that we're talking about stopped or after, when they met, because she was on trial for stuff that happened. She was convicted for stuff that happened, what, 20 something years ago? Mm. So maybe some of that stuff stopped after she, he came into the picture and he, she, he didn't know about any of it. You have to be pretty head in the sand, though. I know. You know, it's weird. Like, I remember when I was, like, far younger. I'm just making sure my wife can't hear this. Oh, God. Okay. I remember when I was, like, far younger. I thought it, like, remember when you were, like, in high school dating people and you were kind of like, oh, that girl's, that girl. I know that girl went out with two guys. I don't want to be, you know, I don't want to have any part of that. I feel like your standards slide the older you get. But I can't imagine them sliding that much. No, that's... That's the that's the deepest slide you can go, and that's no that's. Her dating like life should have been over a long time ago. But am I wrong about that? Is that is that like a religious thing? Because you think like, oh, I'm gonna find the person I'm gonna marry. We'll be we'll both be virgins, and it'll be this wonderful. And that never fucking. I don't happens. think it's a religious thing. I think you're just young, and you're just, you know, you have all this time you think ahead of you, and you're like, all right, I'm gonna I have time to look for my perfect match, and then once you get into like. Once you're like 45, 50 years old, yeah. you know, you're like, all right, well, I got to find someone and not for nothing, but pe most people my age are with someone, you know, a lot or a lot of people. I just feel so like your choices what, are limited. I feel like if you told 16 year old Anthony and Frank, like, oh, like the person you're going to marry might might have been with three or four or five other people. You'd be like, there's no way I'm going to do that. And then you get to this age and you're like, well, that's not that big of a deal. Well, if you told 16-year-old me that, I'd be like, well, I'm probably not going to meet this person or marry this person for a while. I mean, it's not like... But, I mean, your wife slept with a lot of people before she married. an ass. Be honest. A lot. Listen, let's not bring her job into this. <laughs> I kid. My wife is 2022 is Frank's year. Um, all right, more on Glane Jumpstart Coffee Company before we go any further. Uh, absolute best in the biz. Love them so much. So many people got it for Christmas, Frank. Uh, messages coming in. Everybody's been absolutely loving it, by the way. Um, there are so many people I'm supposed to shout out. I can't, I'm, I'm going to forget, and I'm not going to get to everybody, but. Um, I feel like as the, as the compliments and all the positive reviews come in, there's just so many, you can't get to all of them. Yeah, and then it gets repetitive of people like saying how much they love it, which I don't. It's all get, good. Keep them coming. Yeah, I don't get tired of hearing, but I, I, you know, I'll share them on occasion when they do come in. Uh, but I also do want to take this moment to shout out uh, Roxy, who we talked about. Her had bought the Jumpstart Coffee Company and loved it, and then she gave it to her brother-in-law. Uh, who, by the way, is a veteran and used to serve in the Navy. Hey. So uh, I wanted to shout him out. His name is also Frankie. So Hey, all right. Shout nice out to on. Frankie. Thank Very you nice. For your service. Appreciate yes. that so much. Thank you, and, sir. And um, they, uh, Roxy and her boyfriend are enjoying the coffee, and they gave it to Frankie, and he loved that uh, the money goes to the uh, Navy SEAL Foundation and the veterans when you buy it. Company. So, yeah, so I thought that was nice. So shout out to Frankie and Roxy and her boyfriend. Uh, congrats to them. 
super, super nice. You got a great product for a great cause. It's not like you're just donating either. It's not like you're just throwing money. You know, it goes to a great cause, and you're getting a great product in return. So it's it's win-win. Win-win all the way around. Order with the link in the description below. Use the promo code AOA15, and you'll save 15% off of your order. By the way, not your first order. You can go back and order again, save 15% again. So that's Keep saving nice. every time, baby. Every time you use that promo code. So uh, make sure you guys get on that. Um, okay, so Ghislaine's perjury trial and sentencing. Now, her brother says that there was no offer from the prosecution pre-trial, and then Ghislaine came out and said, I'm not going to take an offer, even if they were to offer it. It's kind of one of those weird, you know, you can't fire me, I, I quit things. Mm -hmm. um, and he maintains that to be true to this day, saying if she didn't take an offer pre-trial, what makes you think she's going to take an offer now for some easier or perhaps less jail time? Because she had, she thought she had a chance pre-trial. Now that it's over, yeah. That I mean, you ask that if they're asking, looking for an answer to that question. The the answer is because she has no more chances. Mm -hmm. She's done. She's this done. is her only chance. Although they will file an appeal, we do know that. Mm -hmm. They've already said that. And uh, the judge today sent out a letter, a letter to uh, the prosecution and the defense. Uh, and here's what the letter said: "Quote: The parties are ordered to submit a joint letter by January 10th, so a week from today, proposing a briefing schedule for the defendant's Rule 29 motion and proposing a schedule for sentencing. The joint letter should also propose a schedule for the." severed perjury counts the defense also inquired about a booster for galay maxwell and she reiterated that they're giving away boosters at the uh the mdc where she's being held right now so that's the uh the whole thing there so um this doesn't mean that we're getting a sentencing on january 10th but that they need to figure out a schedule for when the sentencing will be when her perjury trial will be and how the appeal process is going to go from here on out. Um, All right. So again, we'll see. A lot of people are saying it could be six months before she gets a um, sentence. Before she gets a sentence, but her brother maintains that she's not going to flip. I don't know. What do you think, Frank? Um, I think. Flip? I mean, it's the brother saying it. it's not her saying it. I think she might flip. I don't see why she wouldn't. I mean. She's probably unless she fears reprisal in some way. You know, if if she can turn and or the only reason she wouldn't flip is if the offer doesn't do anything. Like if if they say, oh, ten years off, but she's still going away for like forty five years. That's not. Yeah. That's that's it. You know. But basically, what we're wait they have to get together now and figure out a schedule, the defense and the prosecution. So that's where these conversations are going to start. Right. To uh to take place, Jay Sabs in the mix. What up, kid? So, You're very low. Who me? Yeah. Not to me. No. I think you might have a. Are we both low or just jack, Anthony? Jack your volume. Up. Actually, you're low too. Jack your volume. Can up. you jack? Yeah, turn I've, your volume up. On it's the... all the way up. Uh oh. That's what she said. What about on your on the clip thing on the on the microphone? It's the same thing. All right. <laughs> I don't have to tell you that. <laughs> Oh, I could actually hear that. Yeah, that wasn't annoying but at no, all. Sorry. 
All right. Uh, Prince Andrew trial starts tomorrow. Um, so we'll have the latest on that. Of course, oh, we'll be boy. here to update you if anything big happens there. But the agreement between Epstein and Jeffrey got made public today. And uh, basically, this was the thing that they had signed where, you know, she got a bunch of money. Uh, Virginia Roberts Jeffrey got some money. And this deal that nobody can be prosecuted, you know, nobody else can be prosecuted in Epstein's camp, kind of, uh, which is what Prince Andrew's lawyers were kind of banking on. They could be like, well, there was this agreement that they signed, and how could she bring action against somebody else when she already signed this agreement saying that she wouldn't? I don't think that's going to hold up. But take a guess at how much Epstein paid uh, Roberts Jeffrey. This was in 09. Uh, I would say, and I'm, I'm terrible at guessing, so 20 mil. 20 mil. Jay Sams? That's exactly what I was going to say. Wow. Really? Wow. $500,000. Damn, that's, that's, a, that's, that's not a lot disgustingly low is it not it is disgustingly low uh prince andrew's lawyer andrew brettler at the time that they started this whole claim that this little agreement is going to help him out he said that the agreement specifically exempted royalty but as we can see from the agreement which was released today uh it did not it didn't say anything about royalty in there but i'll leave it in the link in the description below so if you guys want to really read it uh you can you can take a look at it very good. All right, last bit on this. Um, to comment on the Ghislaine Maxwell trial, the BBC hired Alan Dershowitz to do uh, commentary. Do they do research at all? Do they know <laughs> that he's, I don't know, one of the names involved in this whole stupid thing? Yeah, a three-second Google would have just told you this was a bad idea. Who's running that place? <laughs> this is These are television executives, by the uh, way. This is what they fucking do, these people. Nobody's. Oh, Alan Dershowitz. Oh, that should be fine. Yeah, well, yeah she did a Wonder what he today. had to say. Yeah, right. right. <laughs> okay. Yeah. <laughs> Unbelievable. I mean, as dumb as you could possibly get. I mean, um, it's a good interview for a different purpose, but not. Not for that. No. Agree. Uh, Joe Gatto is leaving Impractical Jokers. This sucks. He released a statement. I don't know if this was on New Year's Eve or New Year's Day. I can't remember now. It's all. A, it's all a blur. Yeah. What day is it? Yeah, exactly. But this was this was this was a hit because he, in my opinion, probably the best one on the show. They're all great, the mm. four of them, but he was he was the best. Oh, that's a good question. Like, who do you think is the best one? Hmm. I'd say Ooh. Joe. He was great. Hot. He's take. up there. Uh, Comes Joe... out with the best bits. God. All right, as you guys contemplate this, uh, I'll read the rest of the story. Joe is a founding member of the Tenderloins. People don't realize that the name of the group is actually the Tenderloins. Right. Uh, he revealed that he and his wife have been separated, and he is focusing on his co-parenting right now. He said in a quote, Sorry in advance for the long and more serious than usual note below. I just wanted to let you know that I will no longer be involved with Impractical Jokers. Alongside Ooh. my friends, I've devoted a decade of my life to building this franchise and couldn't be prouder of what has been accomplished. However, due to some issues in my personal life, I have to step away. Bessie and I have decided to amicably part uh, part ways, so now I need to focus on being the best father and co-parent to our two incredible kids. Yeah, I mean, hey, you got personal stuff. Your family comes first. You got to step aside. You got to step aside. Um, 
hopefully it's nothing more serious. You know, he's I, I'm, he was the best part of that. that you watched any any of the seasons? You go back, all the the big quote like the quotable stuff. I mean, they all have their own stuff, but he has the laugh from your gut stuff. You know why I think this is bias, Jay Sabs? Why? Because Joe most closely reminds me of Frank's, like Frank, his brother, his uncle, and his dad to a lesser degree, but in that pile. They all have that same kind of Brooklyn. Oh, I don't really know any of them, so I really. You know, well, oh, Frank the included. Practical jokers, you mean? No, Frank included. You guys. <laughs> you know me. You know my brother. I mean, so for people who don't know, like I, you, if you watch the Practical Jokers, you would, and you knew Frank and his family, you would think that there was some sort of a. Not relation. Relation there. Now I'm gonna have to go back because I haven't watched. The- it in a while yeah i'm gonna have to go back two words for you scoopski potatoes what? when you get to that you'll know i don't know what that means exactly all there's right so episode, i'm gonna have to go back and watch it and see joe, like yeah there's a joe thing uh th- all right i'll just give you the setup so you know YouTube. it's coming youtube you youtube it yeah absolutely they're they're at a restaurant and they have to do as many scoops of mashed potatoes into people's plates as they can just randomly around the, the whole restaurant. <laughs> and when when they get stopped, it's over. And Joe's turn, friggin' I had to watch it a million times. It's I was crying laughing. That's the best. And what did he say? Scoopsies what? Scoopski potatoes. Oh god. It's amazing. <laughs> uh, it's just it was so and he's I read some of the trivia and the behind the scenes stuff. The the crew, everybody was dying laughing in, in the background they're all like behind the scenes like in the <laughs> kitchen or wherever and they were they were crying it was great it's so it's so stupid and funny mm. yeah but we're um, checking out on youtube so uh q tweeted not too far after that uh they couldn't imagine the practical jokers without joe but that they wanted to keep making people laugh and so that they're going to continue on without him which I, I don't know. I kind of feel like this might be the beginning of the end because mm. Joe's out. Uh, I, who's the I, other I, one? Sal has been doing a lot of stand up and doing Mar- stuff with uh, Q. Chris DiStefano. Oh. Mm-hmm. They're doing a podcast together that's really starting to take off. Um, I don't know. I think it could be since I didn't, it didn't hit me until he referred to it as a franchise. It could be that there's all right. Now there's three of them. They bring in another comedian to do it with them. And then they just kind of like a band. They just replace members as they go. I tell you, you could bring in Chris Stefano and not really lose too much of a step, to be honest. That's he's, true. He's you know, they, they just have to replace the bass player. You know, it's, you're just bringing in a new guy and you keep rolling. You're all you're, it's still the impractical jokers, but the members change every now and then. Here's the other thing with it, too. They've been doing this for 10 years now. Mm. None of the stuff that they've done is really all that time sensitive. So you have hmm. all this shit that like you almost don't even I'm, even I would call myself a fan of Impractical Jokers and I probably have watched, I don't know, 10 percent of what they've actually done. Of the oh, shows? really? I feel like I've seen most of it because we did like a um, New Year's Day marathon, marathon once. Yeah, I've seen most of them. I think I've seen I don't think I saw the last season, but I've seen every one of them. But. Do you, so do you both watch it like when this when the shows debut when they when oh they... no 
I haven't, not this past season. No. I usually catch them that, um, what was it on? I think it's on HBO, HBO Max. They have them up. As a practical jokers? Yeah, because they ran the movie as well when they did their movie. I, just, I don't know. I feel like I've, I like, I don't seek them out, but when I catch them, I catch them. And if I put it on, I put it on. And I can't remember, maybe outside of one or two episodes, maybe three that I've actually watched for a second time. We'd be like, oh, I've seen this already. Mm. It's, I don't know. For me, it's rewatchable. I have them on. And it's a, it's a good show to have on, like, while I'm working and I'm just doing stuff on a computer. I have it on every now and then. Banging your wife, too. Right. I get exactly. it. Exactly. Right. I get it. See, I go, I go to it when if, if there's like people over or like I have family visiting and I have to throw something on the TV. If that shit's on, I'll put it on because that's fun stuff to watch with it's people around. family friendly. Yeah. And it's friendly. Exactly. It's, you know. And it's good, clean humor. It is good, clean humor. And it's funny. Boring. I mean, remember the first time I saw it? It was at my uh, my dad's house. I think it was Christmas Eve one year. And we were just sitting there. I was like, what is this? It was like the first or second season. And we were all just watching it, and we were hysterical laughing. We, it was the first time most of us have seen it, and it was uh, got, got us hooked on it. It was so mm. funny. I agree. Um, I forgot to talk about the charges dropped against the Epstein guards. We'll do that tomorrow. It's not a, it's not a cut, groundbreaking story, so we'll skip it. Uh, Andy Cohen versus Ryan Seacrest. Oh, my God. I don't know if it's versus Ryan Seacrest as much as it's versus... The, the viewers bottle? of ABC. Oh, I was going to say the bottle that he was drinking. I don't know. Oh, yeah. yeah. I'm not going to play the clip for you, but basically Andy Cohen shit all over Ryan Seacrest and the ABC uh, Dick uh, Clark's Rockin' Eve there. Called them losers. Oh. What did he say exactly? Yeah. What did he say exactly? Well, he went on a rant uh, like crazy, <laughs> crazy they, they rant. Were, yeah, they were broadcast. Pretty much everybody. They were in Times Square, which most people... Most big names, you know, were broadcasting from Times Square. So Ryan Seacrest was on the on the floor, like in the crowd in the street. And Andy Cohen and um, Anderson Cooper. Anderson Cooper were up on like a, a platform. I don't know how high in the air, but they were broadcasting from there. And I think Cohen looked behind him and was, oh, there's uh, Ryan Seacrest uh, and his his pack of losers. You know, anybody watching ABC, you're not watching much. And that's what he, yeah. So that's what he was saying. Horrifying. It was like, Ugh. and you could see Anderson Cooper like, okay, all right, that's enough. And it was pretty <laughs> bad. And then he railed on De Blasio, the mayor, which nobody the cared about. Which nobody cared about. Anyway, right. they were like, yeah, that's true. Everybody who, agreed with everybody. Anybody watching around the world, the former mayor of New York City. And then didn't he shit on the on Journey? Yes. <gasps> Really? They were good. And what do he say about Journey? That the new guy sucks or something like that? Oh. It's not Journey. If it's with this new guy, right? Well, I mean, Meanwhile, I mean, they the, still sounded good. The new guy's been with them for like ten years, I think. He's probably yeah. done more Journey shows than uh, oh, really? Steve Perry. Steve Perry. Oh, that's what he said. Journey is not Steve Perry. If Journey's not Journey without Steve Perry. Yeah, there you go. But but oh god. Yeah, I mean, he's still around, but they they were they had to replace him. What are you gonna do? And he was and this guy sounds good. He was fine. You know, he and he's been touring with them forever. He, uh, he, he had, and he apologized, right? He said he was. I have his apology. Do you want to hear his apology? God, <laughs> he did it on uh, his serious XM show. The only thing that I regret saying. The only thing is that I slammed.
Yep, we lost you. I really like Ryan Seacrest, and he's a great guy, and I really regret saying that. And I was just stupid and drunk (laughs) and feeling it. And it was, it was, I was continuing the journey rant. I love that he said, I was just feeling it. Like, that's my favorite part of the apology. (laughs) He was feeling being drunk. He was drunk and feeling it. He was it Can I say something? Affecting him. Let's hear it. I like drunk Andy Cohen talking shit about people. I like it. I think that's why people tune in to watch that him and uh, Anderson Cooper. Oh, yeah, definitely. I think he's, it was hysterical, but he's the wild and outlandish guy. Anderson Cooper is the straight the the straight guy that's like, oh, don't say it or quiet down or right. ignore him. But every year Cohen gets a little too sloppy and says a bunch of shit that he <laughs> shouldn't be saying and I fucking love it. And you know what? It's like it's like everybody has that relative. <laughs> Someone gets a little drunk and a little crazy and yeah. they say shit that they, you know, the next day they don't remember and they have to apologize. For us we call that Janine. So <laughs> right. that's <laughs> I didn't want to say it. <gasps> oh god. You know what I you know what's funny though? Like when they showed it in the news today, they showed like Andy being all happy, and then the picture next to him was um, Ryan Seacrest looking sad, and that made me feel bad. That was like, oh, like imagine he must like, look like this now, right? Like, does Ryan Seacrest does he find out from his friends or whoever that this that Andy said this about him, or does he find out like as he's watching it, like, and uh, just I could just imagine him feeling he probably felt bad. I can't. I can see him getting mad. I could see him just being sad. If that makes sense, Ooh, I don't Ryan know Seacrest. why. You have like yes. a little sweet. Uh, what is that? Sweet spot in your heart a for Ryan bit. Seacrest. A little bit. What's happening here? To be I fair, the guy hosts everything. <laughs> no, I feel. I just feel like he. He probably just. I don't know. I, if if he imagine you were him flipping through the channels trying to see like maybe like the recaps of the night and then you see Andy talk talking shit about you like this oh my god i would feel horrible i would if i was ryan seacrest i would feel horrible if it were me i'd be like all right this isn't my good they're friends i'm a loser i'm a loser that's what he probably probably, right they said (sighs) i don't know if they're friends imagine the three of us were hosting new year's eve on three different networks and i saw janine or i saw anthony uh a block away half a block away and i go oh look at that jerk down there you know and you saw me say that. No, but that's not it, though. He was drunk. This is like the true feelings being let out. You think that's like, what it is? Yeah, of course, because he was drunk. Yeah. Today was polished. I better apologize for this, Andy. PR, you know, taken over. See, what would have been good is he should have had Ryan Seacrest on with him. Mm. Should have just continued poking fun at each other. Probably make it like know. what it would have been great is if a little rivalry stemmed from this and every year it's a, the battle between the networks that's the move to do well well you know what uh, ryan seacrest doesn't need to do that though because he pulls in huge numbers for this sure. uh, everybody watches dick clark's rock and eve but nobody's really watching cnn for new year's eve like nobody and andy cohen is trying to make it they a weren't thing. on cnn for new year's they would do yeah, they were they were like channel uh four or some shit no it wasn't CNN. no they were doing like a regular I no, thought it was, was CNN. I thought they were on a regular network. No, Anderson Cooper and Andy Cohen do the thing on oh, CNN. Oh, I thought they did it for 
for one of the uh, the main networks. No, and they, they go to Don Lemon. They always stick Don Lemon in New Orleans because I think he's from New Orleans. They're like, go back to where you lived and they check boy. in with him. And he gets shit faced down there. Hey, it's know, a mess. hangs out with Jesse. Oh, not anymore. <laughs> Jesse who? <laughs> Smollett. <laughs> Did they hang out? <laughs> Probably. We'll never know. They're both big fat liars. I know, right? Ooh. Um, but I, here's why I love it, though, because this is the this is really what goes on. Yeah, people really look forward to this. You're right. These people are, look forward to it because are, they know he's right. not going to bullshit. Sorry. These are two TV hosts. They're in the same profession. Andy Cohen is a millionaire, super successful. Doesn't need to be jealous or mad with anybody. But still, there's that competitive thing inside of him where he's like, you know what? Fuck that guy. Like, I can't. St- like, Does he have to? He feels the same way everybody else feels, but even more so because he's in the same industry. And so he gets a little liquored up and he tells people what he really thinks. This I, like I got to see him hosting everything. Jeez, there he is. Anybody wants to watch him? Go ahead. Exactly. We need yeah. more drunk Andy Cohen is what we need. That unleashed. Like, I'm on the Housewives half-hour show here. I'm getting drunk with some middle-aged woman. And I'm going <laughs> to fucking tell people what I really think about the world. He could be the next Don Rickles. He would be great. Well, yeah, I mean, I, I don't know if he's as funny as Don Rickles, no, but he not. I do respect Andy Cohen greatly. He is a bit of a genius. Genius? I, yeah, wow. He's, he's a genius. Okay. He, wow. He had a simple idea. Middle-aged Housewives love to... <laughs> bicker and stab each other in the back this is true i'm gonna put a camera on it and make a ton of money off of it and he has i mean we're up to real housewives of bergen county fucking it's like every area of the country has six of these things and everybody's still watching them they all love them i never really was like a huge fan of them i never really watched them i don't think i've watched a second of any real housewife show I used to watch Jersey, but I, I even that I fell out of. I was in it for like a season or two, and then I fell out of it. But the guy's making a ton of money. He, he created a whole channel off of the same exact... I didn't realize he was the creator of that show for some he's reason. Not, he's not only the creator of the show. He's the he's the creator of Bravo. Like before. Oh, he, really? Before he came around, Bravo was just showing reruns of fucking Supermarket Sweep. Like that was their main <laughs> focus. And opera. Yeah, and he and he took it and was like, "No, I have oh, a better okay. idea." And he started putting in Real Housewives, those real estate guys, you know, all that shit, whatever that those shows are called. And the guy's got a juggernaut on his. And then he goes, "I have a, I have an, I know what people want more fucking me at night." And he stuck himself into the late night landscape, and even his show makes money. So I think he's a genius. I think he's done really well for himself. He has, and I think he's like, fuck Ryan Seacrest. I can't, because that's the way it... <laughs> that loser. I mean, you have to... I mean, Frank, you've been in and around TV people and radio people. We all feel the same way. Um, I have two, thanks. For the mo- <laughs> you have two, Janine. You have. But for the most part, everybody is well-wishing everybody else, and nobody wants to see that much bad happen to anybody else. But when shit happens, people are like, yeah, fuck that guy. I can't stand that asshole. It's There's the- certain people that. that people don't really like. In the biz. There's a lot of that. There's a ton of it. It's a weird thing to say. But I feel like in almost any industry. I was just going to say lawyers and accountants. It's all the same shit. People get, you know, people get recognition in their little trade industry magazines. And the other people who aren't recognized are like, fuck that guy. I can't stand it. Unbelievable. But hey, 
he apologized. I, I, was did Ryan Seacrest say anything? Do we have a statement from him? I don't know. Seacrest <laughs> is probably going with I can't punch down on this. Probably. <laughs> That'd be a good statement. He's got That's the big show. Punch. Though. That's a punch, though. I mean, it's the truth. He's got the big show. You know. Yeah. I wonder what the ratings were this year because there were a lot. Of, there was some competition out there. The Miley Cyrus thing uh, was it going on at the same time, and that that drew a big crowd. I feel. I I didn't. You know, I would. Lo- I should look it up. I would love to know what the ratings were for the New Year's Eve shows. Yeah, because a yeah. lot of they, a lot of them were getting a lot. Um, what did you some watch? Coverage. Uh, when it came down to, I was flipping around, but when it came down to the countdown, I watched uh, Anderson Cooper. No, no, no. I'm sorry. I watched Ryan Seacrest. Sorry. I was going to say, man, you're really sticking to that liberal. No, no. I, I, <laughs> no, I watched. I didn't even, I don't even know if I, that's why I thought I saw them, but I never switched to CNN. I thought they were on a different channel, like, like channel, I don't know, two or, or uh, four or something. Janine, did you watch uh, Bill O'Reilly and Hannity on Fox News? <laughs> New Year's? Yeah, sure. <laughs> no, I, I was actually at a friend's house and we didn't watch, we didn't put the TV on, I think, until 11.30. So we didn't really watch much. Yeah. You know but I, I, saw, I saw the recaps after. But what was it, though? Was it uh It was Seacrest. Seacrest, yeah. You know what I cannot stand? I don't know why they do this and it has to stop. It's New Year's Eve and from 11 to 11.30 they run the news. Oh, yeah. You know why. Keep going with the show. Everybody switches away when the news comes on. No, because that's where all the money is. That's where all the money is for the local stations. They got to have the news. That's you run ro- local advertising. You don't have to run the news. Yeah, for on people New who... Year's Eve, a half hour before midnight. That's where the money is. For people who don't know, all the TV stations are locally owned, and they may run NBC or CBS programming. They may mm. be an affiliate, but they're all locally owned. So their local news shows, the morning show and the the night news, the six o'clock news, the eleven o'clock yeah, news. That's fine. That's the only place where they can actually sell their own advertising. Everywhere they else, should... they're splitting that money with the network, which is fine. But that maybe that half hour. But that's why they do advertising. it. But you have to run the news. That's why they. That's the way they. They. That's they. So, that, that's even, something's wrong there. Something's broken. Even on New Year's Eve, that's not enough to take away that that half hour of spots. It's unbelievable because you're in the middle. We didn't do any kind of party, but normally when you party, you know, party's going on and you're like, all right, it's like 1030 and you go in and then you're watching all these performances, live shows and all this stuff. And then the frigging news comes on at 11 o'clock. You're like, what the hell is this? You got to change its channel and come back. I hated it because it was so depressing. It was like Omicron and everything. I know, right? uh, Like, okay. In case you forgot. It, yeah, it might be New Year's, but we're all still fucked. Let's right. go back. Where the fuck were you, Janine? I didn't get invited to a New Year's party. What happened here? I thought we were friends. Oh, I guess it got lost in the mail. Um, I actually don't allow vaccinated people in my house. Thanks. Because <laughs> I don't want to get because I don't want to get COVID. <laughs> we're too um, much of a risk. I get it. I understand. You know, like I don't know. I can't fault um, you for that. Well, one of my friends was having. She always does something on New Year's Eve. Oh, I know all of your friends. Uh, I'm friends with a lot of them. Is this one of the others? Yes. Okay. And they sound um, like jerks. To, sound like losers to me. <laughs> There's J Sabs. So, and her so loser we were gonna friends. we were gonna go with the kids and then like you know leave 
leave early because there was no way they were going to make it. Then my parents decided to come over. So I was like, well, I mean, we can go out for a little bit and then we'll come home. And that's that was what it. You did? Yeah. So I we went there a little bit later. COVID. Is that a lie? Did he even have it? <laughs> this all seems like a lie to me. <laughs> well, of course, he got, um, he had the J&J vaccine. So he's good. He's real good. <laughs> <laughs> so you went, what time did you leave the house on New Year's? We left here at about eight. And you stayed through midnight. Yep. Nice. So how about you guys? I was home with the kids. Who do you think? Home. Boring. We were being considerate of those who not, aren't vaccinated. No. Uh, oh. You didn't want to give it to them, is what you were you're trying to we say. We want to, you know, we want to slow down the, the spread of the virus. <laughs> All right, let me ask you a question and be honest. How oh. many times over the course of Christmas, from Christmas to New Year's, did you think you had coronavirus? How many times? Who, me? Both of you. How many times did you think? I felt a little under the tiniest bit under the weather one day, and that was it. But other than that, I got tested twice over the... over the. <laughs> did you get tested twice? Before, before Christmas. And and the following week after Christmas, you're the reason why we don't have any tests. I know. Why did you get tested, Frank? Did you come into contact with someone? No, it was just a you. big. I wanted to. I got te- We got tested before. We met everybody. You know, the, before we got together with the family and everything, and then when we were done, just to, to make sure we're all clear. That's it. My mother negative, did that negative. too. I mean, she was flying, but she was like, "Oh, we got tested today," and I'm like, "For what?" She's like, ah, wait, wanna... the, yeah, the fifteen minutes. <laughs> she goes, we want to make sure. I'm like, you home with my father? Like, there, you're not. You, you don't go anywhere. <laughs> where, where are you gonna spread it to? You know, they spread it back and forth to each other. I guess so. They're old. I swear to God, four times though during the break, I was like, what? You know, I was like, oh my god, do I have it? There was well, one day. Omicron one thing. Day. Everybody, it's spreading like wildfire. This thing. There was one day where I fell asleep twice during the day. And I was like, oh, my God, am I like, is this the fatigue? <laughs> and then I and then I calculated how much how many carbs and calories I had that day. And I was like, no, that's probably it. Four thousand yeah. calories yeah. and carbs alone. Hey, you know, my wife and I, we kind of felt uh, under the weather last week, but we went and got tested. And the, and that was we didn't it came back negative. So I guess we just had a, a cold or something. I don't know. So, How'd you even get an appointment, Frank? It was like the day next day. It was like someplace I had to drive like forty five minutes out by me or closer to you. No, well the first test was by me, but north I had to go way north, like and into the nicer neighborhoods. Pretty much, it was a little scary. People were looking at us, but uh, then the second test I had to go back uh, to my old neighborhood. Oh God! Oh God! Why? Oh Jesus! Yeah, Hope you had a good oh. all that was available. Mm. I, I did a search, and that was it. That's all I can get. What, did, was it from a real doctor, or, or was it Doctor <laughs> Vinnie Boombots who gave it to you? You know my doctor, Doctor Vinnie Boombots. It was in the back alley, <laughs> and was it the anal swap? It was the anal. I, I insisted on it being behind me. Russo's on the bay. Right. They wanted to give me the nasal thing. I was like, "Can you? Can we? Yeah. Can we backdoor this. Throw that. Throw that around the back. No." Um, Janine, I just got a letter from my kid's school that said that they're sending the kids home. Well, or not sending them home, but they're giving 
every kid gets a test. Like Oprah giving away cars, every kid gets <laughs> a test. And you get a test, and you get a test. Nice. Every kid yeah, gets a but test. you don't. You don't have to do it. It's just like here, if you want it, take it. Right. That's exactly what they said. Yeah. They're like, we're just gonna give every kid a test. And I yeah. said to my wife, I'm like, take that shit. We'll put what? that on eBay. Home, exactly. Home Hello. They give you the home test. They're yeah, just put a, it on eBay. Yeah, stupid. Yeah. Well, no, they're not gonna give us a doctor to give us a fucking PCR no, I thought, test. No, I thought like they would have someone in the in the school. No. doing tests no. they literally yeah they're sending home take home covid tests which is weird to say take home <laughs> test uh every kid gets one so nice yeah so i'm holding on to it until frank and his wife freak out again and we can charge him 100 bucks for it exactly i mean right you're, you're the one who's smart here and no i didn't think i had it during break at yes, all. you did. We know you got tested. Oh, oh, oh! I thought you meant after. <laughs> oh, you mean Christmas. that one time I did? Yeah. Well, I thought right, you but, meant but after Christmas. Christmas from Christmas to New Year's. You were what a couple well, days before. I see. The thing is, I didn't think I had it because of the time frame, and I had no symptoms. All that that does doesn't really matter anyway, because thirty to forty percent don't have symptoms anyway. But um, yeah, only because my mom and dad. That's it. I think this is I think we're going to learn much like we have with the rest of this, that a lot of us probably had it over this little break. And that's possible. And you know what? It, we probably didn't even realize it. Didn't realize it. My my friend's son got it. Um, then they all tested 10 days later. And everybody was negative except for my friend who was positive, who never had any symptoms at all. So yeah. okay. his wife, though, did not get it. I mean, she tested negative, too. So, like, was that a false positive? Who, who knows? knows? Who knows, right? That's the whole thing. There are stories, like, all over Twitter of, like, people saying, like, oh, we took every precaution. We got tested. I was reading somebody's tweet the before it was one of those like where it's like a thread. They got tested, um, were negative, like wore masks like for like the last three months in preparation for Christmas. Jeez. Went went to what? I said geez. Went to Christmas with their family and one of their cousins who lives in the south who drove up for the occasion. Um, said that they got tested and they were lying to the family oh, and the entire on. family got <gasps> That's a scumbag you move. believe that shit? That is a scumbag move. Like three months of wearing that. I'm, I'm embellishing. I don't know how, but they said for months they were wearing masks and they got tested and and not just like rapid tests, but got the rapid and the PCR. Oh, yeah. Three yeah. days before just to make sure. Jeez. And their fucking cousin Eddie... <laughs> Are they, the Are they now the outcast of the family? Yeah, I don't know. <laughs> you friggin' uh, typhoid Mary. Yeah, that's basically what happened. Um, Jeff Bezos is transitioning. Have you heard this? <laughs> yes. Very. Yeah, it's a very, very big story. He announced it over um, the break as well. He announced it during his uh, New Year's Eve celebration. He shared with everybody. I'll bring it up for you if you don't believe me, Frank. I see your little that's skeptical. What she said. I did not hear this. This is he, there. He is right there. He is transitioning into Mister Three Hundred Five. Uh, well, well, Mister Worldwide. Yeah, Mister Worldwide. There you go. Mommy Look at this guy. He's he's wearing. I mean, what I could only assume is a shirt from Howard Beach. He's he's wearing 
fabric from my grandmother's couch. White jeans, heart-shaped sunglasses. He's bald. He's got this. Who's Lauren? This is his new wife, I think, or girlfriend. Girlfriend. Or Lauren girlfriend. Sanchez. This there's and he's I think he's in where where is he in Miami or the Caribbean mm-hmm. or something Miami Miami I mean there's no way this guy is living a genuine real life there's no way there's no way you it's probably this, one of his clones anyway do you think this woman really loves him no if he was just some guy in a in a bar you know and just and started hitting on her do you think he would get a second date or even a first date no no no. Oh. Also, Bezos. I mean, he looked. He was a fat, schlubby, like car salesman. Was he really when he started Amazon? It wasn't mm. a car salesman. I forget what he did before, but it was some nerd profession. Car salesman's a nerd profession. Well, I mean, used car salesman. I mean, oh well, then yeah, nerd. <laughs> oh yeah, in like Idaho or so. I don't know where the hell he is from. Some part of the middle of the country. But anyway, like I, you look at him now, and it's like there's just I don't know. I. I if I was him, I would just feel like this. I would feel I. this is my worst nightmare. I know he's got all the money in the world, but this is my worst nightmare where I'm in a position where nobody will tell me the truth. Everybody is just saying shit to me because they want something from me. And there's no genuine real relation. Like, I just can't yeah, imagine this that's guy true. a genuine real relationship. No, we'll, there's we'll no always, way. You, you don't have to worry about that. We'll always Does he care? An asshole when you're an asshole. Thanks. Um, by the way, this Lauren Sanchez, she wrote in his uh, post, I love you, baby, for every reason and no reason. Probably no reason. Yes. Yeah. Except that big, big wallet that he has. Big That's about it. Wallet. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, for real. You don't, you don't think a, a guy with billions and billions of dollars can find true love? No. Okay. No, <laughs> it's impossible. Because how you how are you gonna know? How would you know? There's Unless no you did way. that secret. There was that show. Uh, I forget what it was. It's like Joe Billionaire or something. Or That's Joe coming back, by the way. Did you know that? Yeah. Joe Ooh, really? Joe that one I actually watched. I like that one. And it, it wasn't bad. Oh yeah. By the way, um, uh, he was, they, they said he was a millionaire, but he had turned out he was like a regular guy that made like twenty five grand a year. Mm-hmm. That was that was a good one. That relationship lasted like three months. I think if you're Bezos, you have to go back to your high school love. That like that's the <gasps> oh old. yeah. You have to trace, yep. track down somebody that you were with before you became this filthy stinking rich, and you have to. That's it. That's the only chance you have of finding true genuine love. Trying to Maybe. get it, yeah. That's it. Maybe. There is no other way. I mean, even that could be tainted. You know, you don't know what these. Oh, you're that Jeff Bezos now. Oh, okay. Yeah. Yeah, I didn't, you know, we broke up back then, but I was stupid. Let's get back together. Mm. It's like, how, how are you going to know? I don't know. Um, I received a sign over the break that I need to lose some weight. Oh, God. I like this title. Go ahead. What is it? <laughs> it was a sign, I don't know, some may say from above. Wow. Uh, this not... sounds deep. Go ahead. That's it what was. she said. It was. It was deep is the right word to use. Um, I was at a playground with my kids and I tore my pants, split my pants wide open. Thanks for the crotch shot. Yeah. For those listening. Oh, I like this. That's a cool shot with the sunglasses. It is a cool shot. See how it moved right in? Yeah. 
Well, I think that's just your natural reaction. Crotch, move in. Crotch, oh, move in. Hold on. We got to talk. We got to put a little blurb in there about my little job application. We will. Cleavage, Poe. Cleavage. Nothing, Frank? <laughs> yeah, no, I got that. Cleavage, right. Poe. Cleavage, Poe. Uh, yeah, I was playing on a playground with my kids the day after Christmas. And uh... and you figured a playground with a bunch of kids is the perfect time to take a picture of your crotch? Now, no. let me ask you, are these old jeans? <laughs> no, um, I don't really know. I don't think so. Do you wear them a lot? Because then, because the thing is, uh, jeans could get worn out very easily. You know what's terrible? That's not even on a seam. <laughs> it's split kind of let me take the, the, the title down it's split like in an it was like an l-shaped split it's split down mm. the seam and then also split out in the middle yeah that's uh interesting I mean, interesting yeah that's right i appreciate by the way i appreciate janine's attempts to make me feel better but that's not the so what were you doing? no it is true though here's the thing janine it's not the jeans fault <laughs> you know they build they build jeans for like coal miners and stuff so that they don't tear and they're, they're, they're very durable basically well these I'm aren't saying. that brand okay, oh, okay. <laughs> so I appreciate what were you doing? fighting so hard for me here so I, what well, were you doing? here's what i was doing I, we, by the way there was no other kids at the playground it was just me and my two kids and we were running around this little like slide set thing that they have and you know, my kid was on the top and I thought I could jump up and just like grab like grab him. And when I went to go jump up, I seriously just misjudged the amount of give in my jeans. And so it was on the wind up. Did you laugh hysterically? Did was, D laugh hysterically? D wasn't my wife wasn't there. Um I sent her this picture like immediately as it happened because I should be a new profile picture. Yeah. And then I was like, I seriously need to lose weight. And then I was like, I'm taking the kids to the pizzeria for pizza. Do you want anything? <laughs> and then I ate two slices of pizza afterwards. Okay, you ate four. That's okay. Two and a half. <laughs> Toppings. Sausage. There you go. Um, and a Sicilian Obviously. slice. You don't put a, you don't put toppings on Sicilian. You ever notice that? Nobody dares to put a topping on a Sicilian. You know what's I've done toppings on Sicilian. The only the one I've done on Sicilian is anchovies. That's it's disgusting. It's good. Um, there is a slice from this place that I go to. It is a Sicilian pie. It's kind of like an upside down Sicilian pie mm -hmm. with hot cherry peppers on top. Oh, <gasps> it's so good. That sounds I've good. never ordered hot cherry peppers on a pizza. Does that a normal, like every pizzeria should have that? Yes. Because I know. And that sounds yes. like some real old school Italian shit. Really? Even the anchovies is like some old school Italian shit. But every time I've ever ordered them, they've had them. You know, they've had them there. It's not like a weird. That's a classic topping. Yeah. Hot cherry peppers. I feel like there there will be a pizzeria I'll call and they'll go. No, we don't have that. Oh, okay. Is that like a standard? Like they have that as much as they have mushroom and pepperoni. Um, that's a good question. What about I, no, if they was... have a? Go, go ahead. ahead. I was going to say, if they have a dish on their menu that has hot cherry peppers in it, that's true. They could then they have to always have that on hand. Right. I was going to say, odds are there's some hot cherry peppers in a jar somewhere as decoration oh, yeah. in the pizzeria that they can always just grab. I from. was just going to say that, too. Give me the hot cherry peppers covered in dust on the, on the top of the yeah. oven that <laughs> nobody's ever opened ever. We're the only people that will decorate with jars of food. That's We find that to be, you know, decoration. I, I think we're done with the plastic food too. Like 
pizzerias with like the plastic vines and the big, <laughs> the big the plastic garlic. It's like, all right, you just take it down. I agree. It's always covered in dust too because they don't it's give a shit anymore. Exactly. Yeah. No one's dusting that. Yeah, it's just disgusting. It's hard to dust a great a plastic grapevine. I fucking love pizza though. I mean, is there anything? Oh, it's the best food ever. And Sicilian is so fucking. It's great. never bad, even when it's bad. It's never bad. Never really? Bad. If it's bad, I'll, I'm still gonna eat. I'll bitch and complain about it, but I'm still gonna eat the whole thing. Mm-hmm. Okay. Like, oh, this is terrible. <laughs> yeah, you just eat it. This is the greatest just, thing ever. Just down it. Yeah. So anyway, uh, Pat Oswald apologizing now for performing with Dave Chappelle. Uh, heartbreaking story, I think. Pat Oswald. He so he was doing a gig. It was New Year's Eve. Chappelle was in the same city. He texted him like, "Hey, you want to come over, or drop by, and do a set?" As Chappelle is known to do, which I really appreciate because. You buy tickets to go see Chappelle. It's expensive. And then he texts basically every comic that can make it there, see if they want to come. So you wind up seeing like six comedians, basically, for the price of Chappelle. And they all come and do like a little guest spot. Um, And um, so Patton Oswalt went and did it. And then everybody started slamming him because I guess Patton Oswalt is big amongst the, what would you say, Democratic uh, left-leaning type of people and so he had to like issue an apology today i mean he said that he said that all right here's what he said i'll give you the the instagram post that he said um why not where i waved goodbye to this hell year with the genius i started comedy with 34 years ago he works in arena like he's talking to one person and charming the skin off anyway i ended the year with a real friend and a (laughs) deep laugh can't ask for much more um he then shared another post where he said that he 100% disagrees about transgender rights and representation with Chappelle, uh, saying that he well, he basically, I want to paraphrase now, that Chappelle is going to come around eventually. It's very strange because I've, I've, I saw this on Twitter, and a lot of people are posting clips of, I like Patton Oswalt, but a lot of people are posting clips of some bits that he did that are very uh, jokes against trans people. Who, Pat Oswalt? Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I think, I don't, I don't think you could find a comedian that didn't make a transgender joke right. 10, 15 years ago. Right. It was one of those subjects that people were just joking about. Right. 20, 25 years ago. I mean, it's like every, you look at every decade and people make racial jokes or they, there's always insensitivities throughout comedy. Right. No, that's, that's true. And then they get phased out throughout time, you know? Yeah. So. No, that happens way in the past. And I think the problem is because it's happening now, we should be more. Well, that's how, that's how you move the that's, line. That's yeah, how that's, the line gets moved. Exactly. But I, I hate that. Like this guy has to apologize yeah. for performing with his friend of 34 years. I mean, listen, I've apologized plenty for you and Janine and you know, I always, oh, have to so it's just, it's the same thing, but I'm used to it by now. Right. This is new for Patton. He shouldn't have to deal with this. Well, welcome to the club. So. <laughs> I proudly wear you guys on my shirt. Don't you think it's a little fucked up, Frank though? That like, could you, like, could you imagine having to apologize for, for, well, you're definitely gonna have to apologize for working with the two of us. That's for sure. That's every day to my wife. I'm you sorry. Apo- I, I definitely think. T- <laughs> I definitely think Frank apologizes for us. As soon as I, as soon as <laughs> I get off the air, I go, "Honey, I'm sorry. Don't we got to do this again in two days. I know. <laughs> it only takes up a, a couple hours. I'm yeah. Sorry. Yeah, yeah. 
But it's fucked up. Thirty-four years. They literally started in comedy together, and it, they're. That I is just, messed up. I think it's messed up. I think yeah. it's messed up. And I think it's really messed up. And, and you know what? I'm a little upset with Patton because, again, when I watch that special, I don't think he is being insensitive towards trans people. I think he's actually being pro-trans. That's just me. That's also his. That's also what he said, too. Um, you know, and we're taking the word of other people over him, which I understand, but I don't think it's right. Um, and then, like, he should have just, I wish he would have just been like, you know what, he doesn't feel that way, and he makes his jokes, and it's a little off the cuff and not what I do, but we're friends, and that's it. That's it, yeah. yeah. No, I, I understand <sighs> what you mean. I, I don't mean, think... especially people who have, I understand people who are still trying to eke out a living, who are worried about working again, watching right. what they say, but people like Patton Oswald, he doesn't have to work another day in his life, you know? Maybe, I mean, he's... You don't think so? I don't think so. I think Patton Oswald has been on. I mean, he's been on a ton of stuff, but everything. He does voice work. He does. He, he, does he a was lot a of voice stuff. of that the rat from uh, what's that Disney? Rat Ratatouille. Yeah. Yeah. I mean that. Mm. That alone. That's he's got to be living off of uh, residuals from that kind of stuff. Maybe, but it's got to be. You know, we talked about this last time. King of Queens and everything. King of Queens. Yeah. My King of Queens money is good. That is good. He's been in movies and things. He's done a lot of stuff. Tons. I think he just does it because, you know, he loves to do it. He doesn't have to, but why? you're not going to fault the guy if we keep I'm keep I'm just going. saying Ch Chappelle has that I'm going to say whatever I want because I got I, I don't need to do this anymore. Yeah. I, could, I, you know, and I applaud that. I mean, Joe Rogan does the same thing. He doesn't need to worry about anybody. He just says whatever he wants. You know, is that the reason? I mean, Andy Cohen to a degree. I mean, sure, he's got to be a little liquored up to do it, but still, he's still <laughs> I get, I get you say whatever you I want. Stern. But I think just having money is not a good enough reason to just say whatever you want. I mean, yeah, you could say whatever you want, but you also have to consider who you're talking to. Well, I'm not saying you have to insult people, but I'm just saying, like, you should. I feel you like know? he's only. I don't think he's apologizing today. Because he doesn't want to offend people in his audience. I think he's apologizing because he wants to work that next fucking thing. Mm -hmm. That's Maybe. what I think. That's possible. I don't think he's worried about the fans or transgender people for that matter. I think he's worried about the next time he goes into a meeting with some streaming service. They're going to be like, What well, did you say? Yeah. yeah. That's what Maybe. I think. It's a possibility. Yeah. I wonder if he discussed it with Chappelle at all. Before he did. Well, I wonder. I, could, I would love to know what Chappelle thinks about it. Because I feel like Chappelle would be upset like yeah. he, he invited him to share the stage with him and why'd you have to apologize man yeah oh, I don't know. or maybe he's understanding maybe he knows what it's like you know because uh don't know i don't know um the the sink thingy and did i did it come I... back to you it came back to you didn't it no it did it didn't it made it to its destination all right carly who is from i don't even know where wisconsin or something Okay. Where do we send the sink thing? Where'd it go? Sheboygan? <laughs> he loves to say that. Something? He loves to say that word. It's a great yeah. name. Sheboygan. Very, very big in Sheboygan. Yeah. yeah, my wife sent it. My wife did all the work for it. So where'd it go? Uh, Carly in Wisconsin. Okay. And uh, wow. she put it on Instagram. And then I put it on Instagram. But I put it on the Instagram that disappears after 24 hours. So now I can't get it back. Oh. So I had a picture of it, but now I tried to get it back. What about her? You mean the Instagram story? Yeah, it's an Instagram. Yeah, I can't. I would flash it on the screen, but I don't want to like. You don't have the picture in, saved in your in your phone. 
Well, no, here's what they... I should have saved the phone. Here's what they do. They show you... Wait. Um, for that anybody watching. Terrible. They show you, here's the picture and what it looked like, but they gray it out, and then you can't click on it. What kind of shit is that? Oh, that's Stupid. different. Why even show it to me at all? Be like, this right. is what you can't get to. Here, look. So where is that picture? She on your could, device. She, uh, on my Instagram... Uh, when you have... When somebody mentions you on Instagram stories now, it comes... I swear to God orangutans are running Facebook or better. <laughs> Nothing makes sense. If somebody mentions you on their Instagram stories, it shows up in your direct messages. Yeah. And then you can put it on your Instagram story. Oh, so you, you just can't kinda... post it. But oh. then it disappears after 24 hours from the both unless you actively save it. That right. damn metaverse. Or Fuck meta guy. company. Whatever the hell yeah. it's called now. I, I I don't know what they're doing. It, All right, none, so she has the like sink it. thingy. It's set up in her sink. Yeah, she's and, happy with it. Well, I don't know. I she got it. She hasn't opened it yet. As Ooh. of a day ago. She gotta be careful. I told her it has mystical powers. I warned her about it. <laughs> Tell her it's definitely not stainless steel, as the box says. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, there's a lot of things incorrect on that box. A lot don't say sink three sinky sink thingy three times in a row because uh, you know. Especially mm -hmm. not in front of a mirror. No. Mm -hmm. Nope. Nope. Yes. In the dark? Nope. Yeah, don't do that. I still have mine up. It's, it's holding my stuff. Yeah, but look at all the horrible things that have been happening to you lately. That's true. You're getting booster shots and PCR tests like they're uh, <laughs> running out of style. Yeah, but it's, results are all good. <laughs> uh, going back to uh, New Year's Eve for a second, I'm sorry. I, I just can't let this go. The memes of people showing Pete Davidson <gasps> and it says this is what Beatle just looked like when he was alive. Or I, hysterical. I fucking died at that. Okay. Isn't that great? It's amazing because it's, it's so accurate. It's so very accurate. His dark eyes and everything. Dark eyes, the white hair. Oh my God. <laughs> All he needed was the striped suit and that's what that's Beetlejuice when he was, he was alive. I didn't even see him on. The, I was flipping around and went to the Miley thing a couple times. I didn't see him at all. I didn't even see him. And then she, I saw the end of her show where they said goodnight, and she had totally forgotten that Pete Davidson was even there. Oops. She yeah, was, yeah. She definitely did. Why she, is he famous? She was thanking everybody, and she was like, oh, and Pete Davidson. And like it was, and that's only because he, fun, he was sitting behind her and got up to walk to where she was on stage. And, uh, it's one of those. I'm sorry. I'm just not a fan of Pete Davidson. Only because it's. I feel like it's unearned fame. He doesn't, oh. he doesn't do anything. He's not. You think he should have been with funny. Ryan Seacrest is what you're saying. At least Ryan Seacrest knows what he's doing. He knows how to conduct an interview. He's entertaining. Uh, you know, and he, he's kind you're of charming. About the same person? Ryan Seacrest? Yeah. At least he, he knows what he's doing. He's a professional and he could talk to people and he knows how to handle himself. He's not supposed to be a comedian. Well, right. He's well, that's supposed the thing. to be Pete an Davidson's a comedian, so. Yeah. Right. I just don't. He's not, you know, I don't find him to be that entertaining or that funny. Honestly, though, I'm not even sure Ryan Seacrest is that good of an interviewer. <laughs> he's all right. I mean, but he's good as a host. He's the pop. He's the guy. He's the safe guy. He's never going to ask a yeah. tough question. Yeah, and he's exactly. Big and he's, star. Right. And he's, he's the go-to host. Job. Yeah. Which is, just, which is fine. You know what, Frank? You're just jealous of Pete Davidson's huge. You know, I was going to say that. that This sounds like dick envy, to be honest. Penis envy. That is unconfirmed, by the way. 
<laughs> also, people have been saying in the comments that Frank kind of looks like Pete Davidson. <gasps> now I will you say think that. so? Did they Frank, really? Frank is not as ugly as Pete Davidson. <laughs> Thank you. God. But I think most guys, I think Frank feels the way most guys feel of like, holy shit, I'm better looking than Pete Davidson. Mm -hmm. How is he slaying all this badge? <laughs> I don't get it. I mean, I thought exactly. Mm -hmm. I don't know. He's not. Uh, maybe he's a charming guy. Uh, I, I've watched him on SNL and he doesn't do anything that, you know, talent. There's not a lot of talented. I said the funniest thing that Pete Davidson does on SNL is play Pete Davidson. And we oh, yeah. Up. Yeah. It's the funniest thing he does. And, uh, you know, there you was just don't like you just don't think he's funny. That's fine. Yeah. No, I, I just don't get I don't get the appeal. Uh, I, it's me, I'm sure. But there was a clip I saw. I was on Facebook. You know, you see the, the uh, you know, three, four minute clips of, of SNL. And it was like Pete Davidson, Davidson in this SNL clip as I forget who he was. I think he was like not Bezos, one of those like millionaire guys. I don't remember. But it was like a four or five minute clip. He was in it for 30 seconds. And he said like three words and they weren't funny. And I was like, this is the, the, the title of this clip was Pete Davidson. And I was like, all right, I'll watch this and see yeah. if he's any good. And it had nothing to do with him. Does anybody watch doing? any TV on TV anymore? I'm just not sure. I did also, watch the ball drop on TV. I did do that too. Yeah. Also, you don't like Jimmy Fallon. I'm starting to think that you have a bias towards NBC. <laughs> the only two. Which is like, weird because. Yeah. the only two. I like Seinfeld. He was on NBC. He was on NBC. How do you feel about Chuck Scarborough? <laughs> Chuck Scarborough. I have no opinion on Chuck and Scarborough. Sue Simmons. My favorite part about my parents visiting from Florida now, because they they lived here in New York forever, and now they live in Florida, they come back up and then they put on the six o'clock news and they go, "Look how old they got." And they just oh. that's all they say about the newscasters really? is like, oh, "Look how old they got." And then they say shit like that. My parents can't remember shit. They cannot remember where they put their cell phone down in the fucking house can't remember and then some newscaster will come on and be like oh they used to be on channel seven didn't they and i look it up and sure enough they're fucking right i, I don't understand you're like how the fuck do you remember that yeah the generation before us the news was very important as how your father's you sitting the there with no pants on no pants on just reciting the career path of sade benoit <laughs> i love sade benoit <laughs> who does it that's pretty funny she's oh. awesome uh, let's get to this product testing before we have about friggin' time. Jane, do you have this or did you forget about it? And you're you gonna, next to you're gonna laugh. <laughs> you One of your it. kids ate it. I did not even remember to bring it home that night from the restaurant. <laughs> <laughs> How shit faced were you that you forgot? Uh... I was having a good time, but I, I brought you to your house. How did you forget? Is it in the back of our car somewhere? You probably, you probably left it on the table. I did. Whose sweater? Who's G? Smells awesome, by the way. Don't ever call him G. My wife just called your husband G. G? Yeah, it's ridiculous. Smells amazing. This smells also, like. Let me just say, uh, there, there, there is stuff for you guys that I haven't given you yet for the, from the show. So Ooh, I can do that. Stuff. I only mentioned it because uh, Frank tried to retaliate. He brought uh, presents to my kids yesterday. Yeah. Yeah, and I refused to answer the door. I wouldn't let him in the house. Hey, we dropped it on the porch and ran. Yeah, that's what. Can I tell you what really pissed me off? The wild turkeys took it, the presents. My wife goes, Frank is coming here to drop off gifts. And I go, yes. I was like, now we're going to ice this fuck out and see how he likes it. 
right. ringing the doorbell out there and let him stay out there like an animal like he did to me right. in the middle of a bad neighborhood. How'd that go? Then he comes here and doesn't even ring the bell. He doesn't even give me a chance. We texted. To ice him out. We texted, Oops, so we're leaving so. your presence outside. Can I also on your say porch. that I live in a gated, uh, doing, doing very well these days. So you have to have permission to come in, <laughs> even to my compound area. And Oops, so yeah, we have the rest to... of us commoners don't have that luxury. Yeah, how does it feel? What does it feel like to just live out in the open where people can rob from you? It is terrible. It's weird. It's terrible. Yeah, constantly looking out the window. Anyway, so I had a we had to buzz him in, and I was just getting more and more excited as oh uh, and yeah, then, and then like an uncomfortable amount of time passed from the time that we buzzed him in. And I'm like, why hasn't he rang the door? I took a, a wrong turn. And I went, son of a bitch. And I went and looked. And sure enough, the, my wife's like, oh, the gifts are already out there. <gasps> and I'm like, that fuck, he didn't even ring the bell. Oh. What if your kids were sleeping or, or your wife was sleeping? You don't want to ring the bell. I have news for you there, Prince. Nobody takes naps for four hours in the middle of the day like you do, okay? Was this four-hour stuff? We, we stopped by for a minute. They could have been napping during that minute that we came by. We're going to start ringing your doorbell. It's consideration. Love Let's it. eat the stupid chocolate and move on. <laughs> I'm just, why are you upset? It burned my ass. I couldn't get you back. And you're the one getting all angry. I don't know about this. I, this is what white is the chocolate. Name of this? White chocolate is not chocolate. White chocolate is just sugar. White chocolate grosses me out. It is the sugar. It, here's how it's, dis, it's displayed. Hershey's sugar cookie. It doesn't say anything necessarily about chocolate. It's sugar cookie flavored white cream with cookie pieces. It smells like like vanilla frosting for a cake, like with con like the confetti. You know the confetti frosting. Bless you. That's what it smells like. I'm a crunk. I think I'm allergic to it. Yes, it's it smells like the vanilla frosting on top of a funfetti cake. Right. Okay, taste Ooh, it. Jumping in. That's what she said. Oh, there's a little crunch in there that I wasn't expecting. There are little crunchies in there. The red and green pieces are crunchies. And this is good. I'm in. Yeah. That's not bad. Look, see the little red and green pieces in there? Yeah, those are crunchies. Those are there's some texture in there. Yeah, those are crunchies. That's delish. It is really good. I like white really? chocolate, though. Now, you can get this anywhere? Where'd you get this? I don't know. Somebody gave it to me, but they told me that it was in a package of, um, like, that they bought at Costco or, or Sam's Club or something. It was, like, in a Hershey's package of holiday chocolate. You want to try? That's delicious. I did I, see I M, M sugar cookie once. Ooh, that sounds good, too. I th actually think I have them upstairs. M and M sugar cookie. Yeah, so it's basically that, but in an M and M. Wait, is it sugar and M and M's in sugar cookies, or is it sugar cookie flavored M and M? Sugar cookie inside an M and M because they put pretzels inside of M and M's. That's pretty amazing. We don't make a big enough deal about how that, sugar a cookie. That was. I think we have NASA the M &M. for that. Sugar cookie inside the M. &M. I think That's walking nice. on the moon and then fitting a pretzel inside an M and M is basically. <laughs> Humanitarian uh, accomplishments one and two, and then Three. Pete Davidson, and then Pete Davidson, and his huge. <clears throat> He's also from Staten Island too, which is horrific. So that's another right. thing to hate him for. 
honestly. Um, last thing I have, the soundboard returns. You had a soundboard? Mm-hmm. That's what she said. Nice. That's what she said. <laughs> That's what she said. Boom. That's what she said! <laughs> That's mine. <laughs> That's so beautiful. When we did the EHM show and the LNG show, when I was on the air, um, I had it. I had okay. Here's the thing. I had hundreds of sounds, and so I thought I took all this stuff with me, and I went and we got another little piece of equipment here in the in the podcast studio, and I went to go load all my old shit onto it. Can't find it. Mm. Cannot you, find you dingus. All the old stuff. I found a couple of things. So. We had the that's what she said. Oh, I got this. It's called disclosure, you dickhead. Perfect. Um, we need more more of those. More of my cousin Vinny quotes. Just yeah. make your wife say it. Say the quotes. That works too. That was my wife, by the way. Um, I have, let me see, a four, eight. I have nine clips. I had hundreds. I only have nine. I couldn't find the other ones. But when we were on regular radio, when we had to bleep stuff out, I wouldn't, I would never use the bleep thing. I would use Bono saying this. Expletive. <laughs> expletive because one time bono cursed and he said oh and then when they were asking about why did you curse on live tv it was like at the grammys or something and he was like oh i use an expletive and it just always caught me like he doesn't say expletive and so expletive. i've said expletive and like all the new podcast listeners are like why are you why are you such an asshole and i was like no it's about so i had a track that's a down. bigger story that's a whole show an expletive yeah and then i also got this this is we used to play a a game show on the air, and this was our if you got something wrong. Wrong. Oh. <laughs> nice. So Trump's wrong. Wrong. Oh. Wrong. Yeah. And then, of course, I have I dug up uh, this one. Show me potato salad. So that will help with That's us. perfect. So I have to add to this, but uh, there will be sound effects. Definitely get the Billy Madison quote. The big long one? Though the part that we put on the t-shirts and stuff in the mug. We never put anything on a t-shirt, my friend. Yeah. What? It's called oh, a no. cease and desist, dickhead. It's oh. called disclosure, you dickhead. I mean, I don't know what you're talking about. Huh? Frank's still <laughs> high from yesterday. Yeah, he is. Never high. Drunk, yeah. but not high. He pulled up to my house. The yeah. smell of oh, marijuana. Yeah, what happened here? I didn't, I didn't get bits. Of yeah, we saw the culprit. Is your neighbor, by the way? Which one? You're like a house in from the corner. Mm-hmm. Then the next, right across the street from that guy. So if you're looking at your house, to the left. Okay. Corner, corner house. Was this the guy that had FJB on on his roof? No, I don't think oh. so. But he's walking. He's just walking outside, and, and he and some other guy are carrying stuff, and he's got big puffs of smoke coming out. Of him. Really? Like, right, well, there he is. I don't even know who he is, honestly. Who lives in a shittier neighborhood, you or Frank? It's close. <laughs> yeah, we can't all live in can't all live in gated communities, right? With, with wild, wild turkeys, turkeys running around in our ponds behind <laughs> right. our house. Uh, can I say something? No. Two places, and whenever people won't get this, but there's a, a town, village, whatever you want to say, in Long Island called Patchogue, which is like blowing up. Every time I go to Patchogue, all I smell is weed. 
I love marijuana. I love, I was going to say I love marijuana. I love patch oak. All I smell is weed. And then the couple times I went into the city over Christmas break, and even the one time I visited when we went to go see the tree before Christmas, all I smelt in the city was weed. It's everywhere. everywhere. There was just weed everywhere. Yeah. That's why I was kind of against the legalization of it. Well, I don't mind it. People eating it or smoking it in their house, walking around because you're going to get high. Now I got to get high. I don't. It's, that's a hell of a turn of events and now you're doing ring and runs high off your ass leaving well, this behind that's strange well people probably need to um use it to see their family members during christmas so i get it no, i'm not against people using it i'm against right? people blowing it in my face that's what i'm against if i don't want it i shouldn't have to smell on that note how many times did you get high <laughs> over the christmas break jenny <laughs> me yeah zero i wish i wish 10 but zero i think this is the most alcohol i've ever consumed i consumed in this like two week period really that's fair i drank a lot good stuff or just whatever was there kind of whatever was like a lot of whatever was there like that's the way <laughs> good amount of whiskey and i, I was even like I, I there was a little bit of eggnog left over oh that's the one thing I missed out on. I didn't have any eggnog. And I was like, oh, I'll have some eggnog. It's like, I was like, oh, it's like 11. I was like, should I put some alcohol on this? I was like, no, that would be bad. I said that as I was pouring the whiskey into the eggnog. Yeah, this would be very, very bad. Okay. Yeah. See, it would be good. That Hershey flavored eggnog, the one that we just ate. Mm. It's too sweet, though. That's there's no such thing. Could you eat a whole? I just ate like four of these little pieces. Like, I don't think I could eat any more of this. I could eat a whole box of that. Ugh. That's what she said. That's what she said. <laughs> See, we gotta get, we can't just let you have that machine because you know, I want you guys to have it. It's missing it's, the opportunity. Yeah, it really Janine, belongs with you, Frank. Janine, I, I'll take it. Janine is checking out. <laughs> Wrong. <laughs> Wrong. All right, so should we go out on our so this so at the end of the radio show we always played this. Show me potato salad. I got no problem with that. Maybe we should go now. Should that be our, our maybe closing? we should go now, yeah. That's okay. perfect. All right, that'll be it. We'll hear that at the end of every show. Yeah, whenever that happens, because sends us a cease and desist. We have no way of knowing when the end of the show will be. This is the end of the show. Thank you guys ah. so much for watching and or listening. <laughs> Don't forget to uh, grab your merch at uh, shopanthony.air.com. Frank is wearing the uh, silhouette shirt. Silhouette shirt. He's also flashing the mug. There's the other right. side of the mug right there. And Janine is wearing a uh, Christmas shirt. A Christmas. Why are you still wearing Christmas shirts? Because uh, Christmas isn't over yet, bitch. <laughs> when you're on Christmas shirts till January 6th? That's right. Or is it sixth or seventh? This little Christmas. Sixth, sixth. But sixth. I rock Christmas shirts all year round. You sure do, buddy. And if you don't believe him, go check out some of the shows from this past July. Do it. Fifteen uh, percent off Jumpstart Coffee Company promo code AOA fifteen. Use the link in the description below. Appreciate you guys for watching and listening, and we will catch you on the next one. Show me potato salad. Maybe we should go now. <laughs>